Today on Building in Faith with Pastor Ed Jones. Building in Faith. Real faith is alive. It's living. So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. It's dead. So in other words, if someone says they have faith and it doesn't change them, that faith is dead. It's not alive. It's, it's not the quality, the type of faith that God is talking about in Scripture. Reaching up high with arms open wide we see You're changing our lives so we can be our hands and feet What if changes took place in your life when you turned it over to God? If nothing happened, then is it really faith? In today's study, Pastor Ed will teach us that faith should impact our lives by the way we walk, how we work, and how we worship. Our faith should change our life as we begin to see through the eyes of God instead of the world. Faith is dead and useless without works. Others should be able to find our faith as it guides our lives. Faith is active and living. Now here's Pastor Ed with today's message entitled, The Faith of Noah. Hebrews, the 11th chapter, just one verse, verse 7. By faith, Noah, when warned about things not seen, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he condemned the world and became the heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. There's so much in that one verse. I feel like it's concentrated juice. And this morning as we look at that, we're going to try and break that apart. And we pray that it will change our lives as we meditate on God's truth. Do you remember the first time you gave your heart to the Lord? When you first made a commitment to Christ? Do you remember when... You turned your life over to the Savior. What happened in it? What changes took place? How did you know that you were not the same, that you were different? Well, faith has a way of turning us upside down and inside out and all around. Real faith does a real work in all of our lives. Now, if nothing, nothing, I'm not talking about feelings, but if nothing happens, well then, I question, well really the Bible questions if it's really faith. James, in 2.17, says, so you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Now he's not contradicting Paul the Apostle. But what he is saying is that real faith is alive. It's living. So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. 
it's dead. So in other words, if someone says they have faith and it doesn't change them, that faith is dead. It's not alive. It's, it's not the quality, the type of faith that God is talking about in Scripture. Because in Corinthians, Paul says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. The new life has begun. So the old gives way to the new. When you have faith in God, a change takes place here, here, in your whole life. The old is gone and the new has begun. One of my favorite times is when we have young ladies, older ladies from the Walter Hoving home or Teen Challenge. I love hearing testimonies. I love hearing how a person comes to Christ and suddenly they're changed. They're different. Because it testifies to the power of the gospel, the reality of the gospel. Faith truly works. Remember the old song? Some of you might. Since Jesus came into my heart. That was an old gospel song. The first stanza goes like this. What a wonderful change in my life has been wrought since Jesus came into my heart. I have light in my soul for which long I have sought since Jesus came into my heart. Faith changes you. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. In the hall of fame of faith in Hebrews 11, the author introduces us right away to Abel. And he worships God in faith. He doesn't trust in the works of his hand. He simply trusts in the sacrifice that God prescribes. So nothing in my hands I bring, simply to the cross I cling. The second person we're introduced to is a man who walks with God. And he pleases God. And God says, Enoch, come home with me. So faith impacts the way we worship, impacts the way we walk, and faith impacts the way we work. Faith enables us, equips us, empowers us to be able to work for the Lord. There's just one verse on Noah, but if you go to book, the book of Genesis, uh, his story is told in chapter 6 and 7 and 8 and 9, far more material than on Abel or uh, on Enoch. And so this sort of condenses the theme, that thread that runs through his life that changes his life. It is faith. Let's take a look on how faith will impact you, the faith that works in your life. First of all, I want you to see that it impacts your ability to see. It impacts your discernment. Faith that works sees the invisible world. Look at the text. By faith, Noah, when warned about things, what? Not seen. 
Faith enables you to pay attention, to hear and to heed God. What happened in Noah's life is he hears God, he heeds God. Now God's speaking, he's speaking to that culture, he's speaking through Noah to that culture, but it goes over their heads like water on a duck's back. They just miss it, they just don't hear it, they don't act on it. Noah's faith made him pay attention to God. When you think about his faith, what happens is he sees what nobody else could see. When you fail to believe, you can't see and you can't hear what God is saying and what he's doing. Here's Noah, and God said, I'm going to judge the earth. I'm going to destroy mankind. And Noah sees it. He believes it. It's always amazing when a person gets saved, their life changed, they look at life through a different paradigm. They see what their contemporaries, what their colleagues, what their friends, what their family just simply can't see. And here, this whole new reality comes into his life. Believing Faith that works helps you to see the invisible. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. Parents pray for children, and by faith they see God touching their children. People pray for situations and circumstances, and by faith, they can see the hand of God in those circumstances and situations. Your eyes are opened, your ears are open. There's a transformation. When you work in a ministry that God's called you to, you can see God working and doing things. And that's what happens. Faith enables you to see beyond the veil. It enables you to see what others can't see. It enables you to hear what others can't hear. Even though God is speaking, even though he is working, people are simply blinded to it. In 2 Corinthians 5, 7, it reads, we live by faith, not by sight. We live by faith, not by so what happens is a believer grows in his faith. As she grows in her faith, she begins to see things in the invisible world. And the paradigm by which we live is different than the paradigm by which those around us live. Second thing, not only do they see what others can't see, but they build in the visible world they actually build faith works it builds in the visible world look what the scripture says in holy fear what does he do he builds an ark to save his family now when it says holy fear it means this there is a sense of great reverence and respect and 
Noah is giving careful attention to what God says. That's really what the writer is trying to convey, this this sense of great attentiveness. That's holy fear. The details are important. What God is saying, his agenda, his program, his plan, they're careful to do it. What Noah does is he lives this present life. He lives today in the light of the future. The future realities that God announced become a present reality to him. Now Noah actually trusts in the word of God and he acts according to it. In the 17th century, they dubbed a group of Christians who were meticulous at obeying the word. And if you look at their sermons, their sermons are so detailed. I mean, they take one verse and it's like a jewel and they're looking at every side of that precious diamond. But they were meticulous in following the scriptures. Their contemporaries mocked them. They labeled them with the name Puritans. Noah was a Puritan. He was someone who was going to listen to God. And because of that, he was going to build in this present world. Now, God has a plan for you from the very foundations of the earth. In fact, it says in Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. God has a job for you, a task for you, a mission for you. He did for Noah. He had a task, a mission, a job for him to do. Now imagine with me, Noah says, God, I believe. You're going to destroy the earth in 120 years. It's going to be by a flood. I know that we've never seen it rain because at that time, before the flood, it didn't rain. And so the people, of course, are doubting and questioning, but Noah says, I believe, I believe. And so what he does is he says, listen, let's go out and get some wood from the forest. Let's uh, start a building program. In fact, I'm going to make very careful diagrams and schematics because God gave us careful instructions how to build this ark. And, And you know what we'll do? We'll build a model of it, a small little model so people could come in the town and see what we're, plan- what we're planning to do. And then just suppose, Noah said, you know, I'm really busy. I got a lot to do. I have a growing family and I have concerns. So he doesn't do anything more. He never builds the ark. Would he really have believed? Did he really have faith if he didn't build it? No. No. Because faith literally works on the projects that God gives us to do. We do what we really believe. You and I do what we really believe. For example, let's say tomorrow at your house, someone comes and they're inspecting your furnace and they're inspecting the house 
And they say, you know, your house is in danger of blowing up. Maybe you have a gas furnace, oil furnace. There's real problems with the furnace. And let me tell you, the electricity, it's terrible. It can start a fire and burn down any time. It could blow up at any time. What would you do? Would you go to bed that night, tuck the kids in, and say goodnight to everybody, and, and just fall off to sleep? No, if you really believe what he said, you get the repairman, you go to a hotel, you make sure it's fixed. You're not hanging out in that house. When God speaks of judgment, when God speaks of pouring out his wrath, when God speaks, if you really believe, your faith will cause you to work. And that's what's going to happen in Noah's life. Faith works. If you look at Genesis 6.22, it reads this. So Noah did everything exactly as God had commanded him. We act out of, we live out of our core beliefs. So faith that works builds in this visible world. It's not just some fog or some mist or some, you know, it's just not some mental ascent to the apostle or the Nicene Creed or to the 16 tenets of faith. No, no, real faith makes a real difference. It wears work gloves and work boots. It does something. The difficulty, though, is that when faith works, it makes it hard on you. If your faith is working, you are not very comfortable in this world. You're not comfortable with everybody because faith that works condemns the unbelieving world. Look at verse seven again. By his faith, he condemned the world. Think about what the text is saying. Noah's out there, and he's building an ark. It's about two football fields long, one football field wide. It, someone said over 100,000 square feet. It's sort of like a, a huge uh, ship, cargo ship. And he's 100 miles away from the oceans. I mean, he's building something huge. What are you going to do with that? Noah? Well, God told me judgment is coming. Every time he hammered her nail, every time he put a plank on, every time he was working, he was saying, I believe God. Now, I don't know if the neighbors came out and said, let's go watch Noah today. Let's have a picnic out there and laugh at him. <laughs> See how much we're, but his faith was saying, I believe God. Their actions were saying, we don't believe. And by his faith, he was condemning them. Because eventually judgment would come. Eventually it did start raining. I can imagine the rain was ankle deep, knee deep, waist deep, 
And they had to learn how to swim. And it just kept on going. His faith verified his trust, his belief, but it condemned the world around him. Now, think about that. How does that work in your life? Okay, how does it work in my life? Let's pick on Frances. She attends First Baptist Church. It's a good church. She grew up in youth group. She loves the Lord. She's a devout Christian. And in her youth group, they're good young people. They love the Lord. But as they get older, the world pulls them this way and that way. And so um, she's older now, and she's with her friends. And, um, and drinking. And drinking is going a little far. It's becoming more and more a social practice. Uh, she's listening to music she never would have ever listened to. Uh, she's crossing the lines again and again with her friends. And suddenly, she's in church and the preacher happens to preach on worldliness. And she feels convicted. And she knows that God has her email address and her cell phone number, and he's texting her. But she thinks, if I obey, and my faith begins working and changing my life, I'm going to lose some good friends, because I can't do that anymore. See, faith makes us different. It changes us. Now, of course, there's no one here like that. That's First Baptist Church. <laughs> but what happens in the believer's life is that faith begins to work and that begins to change and we begin to fulfill, well, purpose. Jesus told us this. Before he comes, well, let me read it to you. Matthew 24. When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days before the flood, people were enjoying banquets and parties. And this is the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. In other words, people will just go on like nothing's going to happen. Unbelief holds you, keeps you, chains you to this world. Faith loosens you and causes you and enables you to fly above the world. And so faith works. It gives you wings. It gives you feet to run. It gives you hands to work. When you live a life of faith, it makes a tremendous difference. But it's not easy. Noah stood as a sign that unbelief, unbelief will send you judgment. In 319, John, it reads this. And this is the judgment. Light has come into the world, and people love darkness rather than light because their works were evil. Now, the last thing that I want you to see in this portion of Scripture is that faith that works inherits 
righteousness in an unrighteous world. Building in faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. In the next several broadcasts, Pastor Edward Jones will explore the faith of Abel, Enoch, and Noah. We'll learn that faith is crucial in our lives as followers of Christ. You've been listening to Building in Faith, the radio ministry of Dr. Edward Jones of Faith Assembly in Poughkeepsie, New York. Now we want to encourage you to log on to buildinginfaithradio.com and spend some time getting to know us. There you can find today's message. The only thing you need to remember is today's date. Again, to stay current with what's being broadcasted here on Building in Faith and to access an archive of messages, log on to buildinginfaithradio.com. Or, if you'd like, you can always give us a call. Our phone number is 845-462-5955. That's 845-462-5955. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We invite you to join us again for the next edition of Building in Faith. On behalf of Pastor Ed, Faith Assembly, and the entire production team, we want to say thank you for joining us and come back next time for another edition of Building in Faith. Your word reset.